Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're here with the inaugural East Tennessee Fishing Report with Ellis Ward. How you doing, Ellis? Doing good, Marv. Yeah, I took a look at your weather, and uh, just like everywhere else kind of in the southeast, it's dry, but you've kind of, you're recovering from that cold snap. What are you seeing on the water? Uh, yeah, it's been, it's been an interesting last two or three weeks, um, mostly with the cold snap this last week. We actually saw some interesting bug behavior this last week when the temperatures and and for context here the the tailwaters are coming from lakes at both higher elevations and um, places that get uh, a little chillier so Watauga Lake above Johnson City and then South Holston Lake so they're getting you know they're they're dropping in temps they were getting hit with you know 28 29 degrees and so that water, it's not getting substantially colder, but it, it is making a difference. So we started seeing, we were already in that sort of funky, are we finally transitioning to fall or not, period. And that that can make, you know, patterning hatches and fish behavior um, a, a little more challenging but what we saw the last week or two, um, one day in particular, after two or three days of those 20-something degree nights above us were good numbers of midges coming out, which is not a mid-October thing. Um, I, I'm going to call that an outlier just because of the, the cold snap, because we're back in the the mid to low 40s at night. and some of these days are, are getting to be 70s. So the the big big yellow bugs and small yellow bugs are more or less done for the year. Um, been seeing a lot of happy fish eating 18, 20, 22-ish. Um, 18s are really the flies they're eating. The bugs in the water are the 20 and 22 blue winged um betas whatever you want to call them but uh they're they are they're happy because they're seeing probably about 30 40 percent as many boats recently and especially on the cloudier days um so those that's going to last for a couple more weeks there there's a little bit of caddis there's you know pretty small caddis um so again Dry fly activity emergers, you know, fishing, fishing it dry um, with a really, I mean, honestly, as small as you can get, a little emerger behind it, about 12, 18 inches um, on, on the outside. I, I kind of like the 8 to 12 and getting the, getting that little emerger to be something in the 24, 26, if you can get those hooks. Um but but we you'll see pods of them just eating on top. I, I I like to say they're eating like upside down carp, just sort of cruising through the film, um, ripping apart bugs, which you don't really see when there's a whole mess of boats moving through the river all day. Yeah, got it. And I know. Yeah, go ahead. 
it, it just in uh, this is less well technically on the water but the the cold snap is a, a, another interesting thing that you know along with the midges these little pockets of midges that come out and i mean clouds um somewhat localized but something else that happens with these cold snaps in i'll call it early fall we're kind of in the middle but when those lakes get hit above us and and this is the case for the components of the holson proper below boone fort patrick um when those lakes get hit with those temperatures, the shad in those lakes get, they effectively get paralyzed. And you'll, it's called the shad kill, and you'll hear about it. I mean, it's in every reservoir. It's not specific to Tennessee or, or these reservoirs, but um, I'll send you a picture of one of these. The upper South Holston, this is just last week, I was running a trip and pulled over and i was getting handfuls um they're bigger than the you know two inch thread fin shads um but probably three four inch long shad that at this point are dead because they've been in a cold trout stream they've been pushed through generators but they're floating on the surface of the water um after there's really uh, unseasonably cold or just quick transition cold nights there they get snapped up in the lakes above pushed through and then into the gullet of a bunch of fish who are stockpiling calories to spawn here pretty soon so it's been yeah a little a little slower and tough to pattern but the, there are some definitely some highlights and some some big fish feeding yeah, got it. I mean, that kind of transitions. We can talk a little bit about how to fish the shad, but I imagine that transitions pretty well into what, you know, so many people get excited for this time of year, which is to pull the, pull big streamers. But, you know, when you're fishing those shad, are you fishing like small game change or something like that? Uh, is that kind of the ticket or is there something else? Yeah, I've found that, uh, you know, one, it, it's dependent entirely on the angler and, I will unapologetically sound um, redundant and and sort of talk over myself because yeah I I like the small game changers I like the little crappy changers if if my guys can't my guys or gals cannot you know deliver that type of fly at a certain distance or if if that's just not the program that we feel like working with. Um, I mean, we had last Saturday. We had a day where some of the bigger one of my confidence patterns is is the the white dungeon, and I again think it would work just fine in yellow or olive. Um, the the bigger fish, and we weren't getting anything huge, but the bigger fish, and and by the end of the day, more fish, very confidently, were eating the the smaller dungeons um so that whole you know big big bait big fish absolutely not the case for that day and it's it's hard to ignore i'm never going to say there's a a conclusion but it's hard to ignore the fact that some of these um you know three three and a half inch shad were in there and you know the, it, and it was the three three and a half inch dungeons not the four and a half five inch 
bigger profile ones that were getting the attention. But the 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 crafty changers and then on on the gear side the you know just little smaller Rapalas are those are always a safe bet. Yeah, absolutely. And so what are you seeing in terms of the big fish starting to kind of push up, you know, out of the lakes to spawn? Yeah. Another part of why I like this time of year is that um, Boone is dropping. So the lake below these tailwaters is dropping. And what that means for river fishing is that our river now is extended by, it's about a mile maybe a little under a mile right now and that will continue um the the big fish and that spawning behavior or i'll call it which is both movement and feeding that you know the the move the big move upstream i'd be hard pressed to say that's happening right now the behavior, the feeding behavior, and you see it really with the the larger females, they start feeling that daylight change after the summer solstice. So that feeding behavior and 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 really, you know, having big females knock smaller males out of the way, even for bugs. Um, but their willingness to eat big streamers has been on display for you know, a good two months now, uh, and it's a noticeable change. And yeah, I expect that to both continue and sort of watch it progress upstream. Um, now that said, I, I have seen some activity, you know, some fish boated and some eats and some swipes from fish in places that you know, year round, they aren't necessarily holding. So we, we're, we're starting to see a little bit of it. Yeah, very neat. And, you know, folks, we love questions on the Articulate Fly. You can email them to us. You can DM us on social media. And if we use your question, I will send you some Articulate Fly swag. And unless you want to let folks know about the drawing we're going to have uh, at the end of our first season of Fishing Reports. Yeah. And uh, Marva, thank you again for having me. And I appreciate it. Um, we are going to give away two full days of fishing with me and included in that so that you can get here and, and fish without emptying your wallets uh, will be one night at the Watauga River Lodge. Uh, that's very, very cool. Brownie's a super good dude. Yes. Yeah. And so, you know, obviously the guide game is ramping up into the uh, late fall and into the winter. You know, you want to let folks know kind of general availability and kind of how, how to find you and book you? Sure. Um, general availability is uh, weekends are basically booked up at this point and some folks getting ahead of the holiday season and, and getting me before and after Thanksgiving. But a, a good amount of availability during the weeks in November. Um the the best way to contact me is uh, my my cell phone and Marv. I don't know if you're going to put that stuff on the the description. Yeah, I absolutely will. But you can feel free to let everybody know too. Sure. So cell phone number and, and again, best way to reach me 
text. If you give me a call, I don't pick up, leave a voicemail, I'll call you back. But my number is 513-543-0019. And there's a number of different forms and some content for you to check out. And then, you know, pictures, reviews, all that stuff on my website, which is elliswardflies.com. And uh, anything you want to let folks know about on the fly tying material front? Man. These animals are getting weird <laughs> with the cold temps. You, you see it. It's not just the water and, and the bugs and the fish. So um, the deer are starting to, to, I'll say, get active with these temperatures dropping. November 19th in Tennessee, and that seems to be the case in a, a few of the spots that um, I source from as well. But locally, Gun season starts November 19th. That's generally when I start getting going. Uh, otherwise, it, it's a little onesie twosie on on how I'm processing, and uh, it's it's a little easier when they're in bigger batches. So, last week in November is is probably the uh, the first batch ready to go. Yeah, that's great. We'll we'll update folks on the next report. And, uh, you know, folks, fall is my favorite time of the year to get out and get on the water. You owe it to yourself to get out there and catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Ellis. Appreciate it, Marv.